welcome back to another episode of So Good So Far podcast. We, as Jackie always says. <laughs> so Good So Far podcast. <laughs> We're the, back. The nice thing about having a podcast name that's a derivative of a common saying is mm. that it starts to sound like... That's, that's the, the right actual, way. Yeah. yeah. So good so far is the right that's, thing. Yeah. Because so now when I say so it is fucked up, that's, yeah, not that's right. It's not right. So far, so good. It just sounds wrong. If you say that, you're insane. If you say that, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we get into it, what's been going on? Because your life's been pretty, pretty eventful since we last recorded. Yeah. Give us the chronicles. Um, okay. So I am getting a new tooth. But in the meantime, they shaved my regular tooth down, mm-hmm. my real tooth, and they put in a temporary tooth. So, I don't know. Can, you, can we please put the picture of you at the dentist? Oh, absolutely, yeah. For sure. We're putting Dude, that on the this, story on Friday. <laughs> my coworker made me this. Yes. Jackie's coworker made her a sticker out of this photo for her to put on her water bottle. Anyway, okay, so, so so Jackie had to get a new tooth. Yeah, and I, now I have a temporary tooth, and for some reason it won't stay in. Like, it just keeps falling out. Um, The glue is just not sticking. And I don't have an appointment for another, like, week and a half. Here's my question. Why don't they just give you the permanent tooth right away? Do they have to mold it or something? So they had to get it from a lab because they didn't have the exact color there. Oh, okay. It wasn't in stock. Yeah, that color was not in stock. (laughs) White. White. (laughs) White was not in stock. They had purple, and I was like, that'd be pretty sick. Did they have gold? That would have been dope. They had gold and silver but i was like i think i'm a little too white for that <laughs> so i went with white but i, I had to wait you know, multiple weeks so okay, okay since that time i mean the thing is that it probably has been falling out because of me I'm, i think it's user error because i keep doing dangerous things i'm really clumsy i keep messing with it i keep biting into sandwiches like for example yeah but it's like Oh, fuck me for biting into a sandwich, I guess. Like, goddamn. <laughs> like, a woman can't bite into a sandwich anymore, I guess. <laughs> Without her fake tooth falling out. Exactly. But I feel like maybe night tubing wasn't a good idea. Give me more details, <laughs> I guess. Did I tell you that I went night tubing? No. So I've never even been day tubing. This is my only tubing On the experience. water? Um, yeah. yeah. Like, behind a boat? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, no. Just like you have a tube. Oh, and you like go down the river? And you go down the river. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there's like, I don't know what I was thinking of. I thought you meant like behind a boat. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. That's called something else, I think. I think that's just tubing. <laughs> but so is like sliding down right, a tube true. on the snow. Oh, God. Tubing's pretty broad, eh? You could just be in a tube in a pool. That's Maybe that's the same thing. That's, that's just, that's that's just that's regular just floating. Yeah, that's just floating. <laughs> tubing has to have momentum to it. It's a, you have to at least be bird. in a lazy pool. <laughs> <laughs> Floating yeah. as a bird. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Anyways, so I went up to Boulder with my boyfriend and got a little drunk, went to a party. The theme was dirt. <laughs> Honestly, what is your life? Jackie's <laughs> like, I knew I shouldn't have lost my tooth when I was tubing at night in Boulder at this dirt party, <laughs> but... I wanted to live on the edge after I went to the hospital for the allergic reaction I had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did almost die like two days before I went night tubing, which, first of all, night tubing is really, really dangerous. So the fact that I even agreed to do that after almost dying like three days before because I accidentally somehow got a nut. Okay. 
I'm about to go off on a rant because you know you guys know how much I love Go Macro bars. We both love Go Macro bars. Yes, they're, they're gluten delicious. free, vegan, gluten free, vegan, and they're just good. They're yeah. like one of the best bars out there. They're I think. the best. I have one in my bag right now. So they have two flavors that are that have no nuts in them. However, of course, because all the rest of them are made with nuts. There's with a potential. Nuts, Sorry, I um, oh. I, I list with nuts. There's a potential. That's that, a new verb. Yeah. <laughs> what is lisp? lisped? Lisp. I thought that's what you said. Sorry, I lisped. <laughs> yeah, I did say I lisped because it was past tense. <laughs> yeah, I said lisped because all the rest of them are made with nuts. They are processed with you know in a facility that mm-hmm. also processes nuts. So. There's always a potential, but I've never had an instance where I've accidentally gone a nut, except for this one bar that I've eaten. You know, I've eaten Go Macro bars of this type at least a hundred times. I get them the oatmeal weekly. It's the chocolate chip oatmeal one. I also Ugh. love the sunflower butter one, but and all of a sudden I just had it started having that terrible, terrible reaction throughout multiple times. Like throat was swelling up. Had to go to the emergency room. And it it just really, like, woke me up to, like, okay, this isn't safe. Like, the thing that I thought might have been safe is not safe. And so now I've been making sure I don't get anything that's processed in a facility that also uses nuts. And you would not believe – actually, you of any of anyone would believe because of the gluten thing. Yeah. You would not believe how often – Things are processed. Processed with- some it, other it's situation. Like, probably was just like a shell of a nut or something, like half a nut, no. and that was just like accidentally got in there, and it was this one really unlucky bar. You know, that's never really happened to me before, but I think in the past I would have been like, okay, whatever. It was just really unlucky. But like the older I get, the more I realize like I'm actually not guaranteed to live through an experience where I eat nuts. Like. I can use an EpiPen. I can take a bunch of Benadryl. I can go to the hospital, but it's not actually guaranteed that I'm going to live through that like there's a potential there's a potential where I could just have my throat close up before the adrenaline works before the Benadryl works before the hospital can truly help me Mm -hmm. because it is such a small window so I every time I eat something that's processed in a facility that uses nuts I am taking a risk Mm -hmm. and that risk could actually lead to death and this is like brought me to my final point of the rant is that there is one adult granola bar that is made free from nuts. It's called Made Good and it is mediocre. Shit. <laughs> that is so annoying. Yeah, it's so fucking annoying. And so I think I'm just going to like maybe make my own. You should. Oh yeah. my God. You could touch your own like thing. I know. I'm saying because like there's so many people who are allergic to nuts. Do you, do you know anyone else who's allergic to nuts besides me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Everyone knows at least one person, if not multiple yeah. people. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah. There's so many of us. It's shitty how little options we have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how shitty the options are that we do have. Mm-hmm. I get it. Besides almost dying and then putting myself in harm's way by tubing at night. Other than that, just like celebrating Pride Weekend. So uh, happy Pride. And yeah. also, I finally got over my hatred for bowling. Why? Because I did it with... Jackie's like, because I drank while I did I, it. Oh, yeah. I had, That's the fun part of bowling. To, I went to Punch Bowl. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So fun. That's also mm-hmm. a way more fun place than a bowling alley. Right, yeah. Way more fun. Wait, when did you go there? 
Friday? Sunday. Oh. Were you oh, there on Friday? Sunday? I was there on Sunday. During the day. No yeah. way. We're like, how weird though. would it be if we saw each other? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we I live, know. like, less than a mile away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, is it less than a mile? I feel like it totally is. Maybe not the drive, but by the way of the crow. <laughs> That's <laughs> By the way of the crow, she says. I'm pretty sure it's as the crow flies. <laughs> by it's... the way of the crow. <laughs> when did you become fucking Confucius? <laughs> That was Edgar Allan Poe, bitch. What is going on in your life, Nicole? <laughs> so many self improvement, right? Am yeah. Right? Um, the things going on in my life. Well, first of all, it's nine o three p.m. We're just starting to record this, and I still have to go home and do at least two more hours of work, which honestly isn't that much. So, <laughs> and that's how you know things are bad. But I did. Do some fun stuff this weekend. I went out for Pride on Saturday night because one of my friends was in town. And so I met up with him and some other people. And then Sunday, I went to the farmer's market and walked Broadway and went to all the vintage shops. And then Paige and I watched, oh my gosh, we watched the Friends reunion mm-hmm. on HBO Max. It came up, we were going through HBO Max, and it came up, and I was like, oh my gosh, the Friends reunion is out? Like, I didn't know it was already out. And she was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. And I was like, no chance. That sounds fucking stupid. I thought it was going to be like a whole, like, mini season or something. You know, like, I thought it was going to be like, oh, them this many years later, like, this is their life. That's what I thought it was from all the posts. But I guess I just didn't understand. It was like a documentary, basically, about like, so they all came back to the set, but it's like it's not like they're it's not like they're acting. It's like right. it's just like it's documentary. Just them, yeah. yeah. So they came back to the set. I mean, I won't, you know, for anyone who wants to watch it, I thought it was really good. I thought it was done really well. Things like that, you know, some sort of like flash forward or like reunion or something can always be just like so bad. Mm-hmm. But because they did it in a way where like they had the writers on and the producers of the show and they were talking about it and then all the actors were talking about it and they talked about the process of um, casting all of them and they played like this game of like Jeopardy which was like a thing they did on the show where they had questions about like the actual show and they had to answer it was just really done well I thought it was great I was like sobbing at the end like an idiot <laughs> but it was so good we watched that and that's basically all I've been doing that's my recommendation for the week mm-hmm. I would if you have HBO Max and you like friends I thought, I was like, I'm never going to watch that because it's going to ruin the show. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like another show. It was just one, it was a one-off and it was great. Sure. Okay, so. Let me take care of the segues. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I bought my segues. <laughs> okay, that's the last time we can do that joke. Mm-hmm. So we've done our first 30 episodes and now here we are going into the next 30. Somehow our podcast has now been broken up into 30s. I don't know. Most people are like 50, 100. We're like 30, 60, 90. Yeah. That's all we care about. Mm -hmm. We realized that it was about a year ago that we really started. We had like thrown the idea around last May, but we really started planning planning it, having meetings, like really it started to come to life about a year ago exactly. And like last summer and so we wanted to just kind of come back to what we had originally said we wanted this podcast to be about, our original goal of the podcast, and kind of our original like mission statement, per se. Free beer. 
free beer. We wanted to call this podcast free beer. And we were so close to doing yeah. it. When I tell you. When I tell you a second to this, if Nicole hadn't thought of this. Yeah. We absolutely would have gone with, with free beer. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Would it have just been called free beer? Yeah. Would it have made sense? No. But would it have been <laughs> fire? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Would we be able to ha- do cute graphics like we were doing? Probably not. No. But you never know. I mean, maybe. Maybe. We could have done like some clinking, you know? Yeah. Be free cute. beer. Yeah. So our original mission statement, goal, values of the podcast were self-exploration, self-improvement, and self-empowerment. So we want to just kind of revisit those things and just talk about how these values have taken us through the podcast but not only that like how we've kind of changed since we started doing this and also how we want to carry these forward into future episodes and just make sure that stays a focus like we've always thought like okay what episode do we want to talk about you know what do we want to what topic do we want to do that fits into this what is actually the best way to involve these three values yeah and we've also never really stated that i mean it's mm-hmm. in our instagram bio but sure not only follow us on instagram which what are you doing yeah. yeah what are you doing we have a really fun surprise coming on our instagram next week so stay tuned for that uh-huh. we want to talk about each of these goals and just kind of what they mean to us what they mean for the types of episodes we want to do but not even that just kind of how these three things can ultimately make your life so much better. Right? Yeah, and and also for us, looking into yourself and improving and just like feeling good overall, that is extremely important to us. That's why we have a podcast kind of dedicated to that. And also that self-exploration, self-improvement, and self-empowerment are to us the three steps of going through living life literally it's a cycle yeah Yeah, it's a cycle of like do you want to keep exploring do you want to keep improving do you want to feel empowered through these actions like most people the answer is yes like that's what they're ultimately trying to do is feel like doing that what do you what the fuck are you doing honestly like well you could just be floating through life letting things happen to you and i mean floating is a verb so (laughs) it sure isn't tubing through life (laughs) (laughs) I want to tube through life. And that means exploring myself. That means improving I'm taking myself. on the waves. I'm not just... Nothing feels more powerful than tubing through life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> the first, first of the three, self-exploration. So, what does this mean? Let's explore this topic. <laughs> what is this? Well, we're going to explore self-exploration right now. The main thing in that is that... Is checking the, for moles. It's a... Uh, Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> so you want to, the first thing in self-exploration is that you have to self-reflect. Mm-hmm. You have to look inward, which I'll tell you, 75% of people, maybe 85, wouldn't take two seconds out of their day to self-reflect sure. and be like, what am I doing? Not even to say like, what am I doing wrong? But just like, how am I reacting to this situation? Mm-hmm. What is my responsibility in this situation? looking at something from a very logical rational point of view we called it situational neutrality which is sounds like a term doesn't it (laughs) yeah it's it's not we just made that up we just made that up Uh, copyright (laughs) (laughs) tm so basically that's the kind of it's kind of where you 
see a situation for what it is. You don't say this situation is happening to me or or I brought this terrible thing on myself. It's like, how do you say, okay, this thing happened. Mm-hmm. How do how am I going to react to that? That's just one example of self-reflection. Also, I think a big part of situational neutrality is uh, not immediately trying to see if that situation is positive or negative, mm-hmm. but being like, just like asking very like informational questions about it, not immediately adding feelings and emotion to it mm-hmm. at first. There's always a time for that later to take meaning away from it. But if things have meaning inherently from the second that they happen, if they have emotion attached to it, you can't really control how you're reacting as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to just kind of do do this sort of self-reflection on not only that, not only you know, how am I reacting to the situations in my life, but also what are the things that I could be working on? What are the things that I could be better about? Not not self-deprecating, not like, I suck, I'm so terrible, like, I can't do anything right. It's not that. It's saying, like, where are situations where I want to think that I'm doing my best, but I know deep down that I'm not? Where I want to think that I'm making healthy decisions for myself or good financial decisions, whatever it could be, when deep down you know you could be maybe doing better, but you don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of us. Even just like admitting character flaws, everyone has them, and admitting them to yourself, noticing them, recognizing them, and like you said, not attaching a negative or positive thing to it, but just saying this is a thing about me that isn't serving me. Mm-hmm. It's it's making yeah. my life more difficult. It's making me see things in a negative way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and because there's less emotion attached to it, you can let it go much yeah, easier. Yeah, you don't have to say this I'm just a terrible person and this is a terrible thing about me and you feel shameful. Instead, you just say this is I have this trait for some reason, whether it's my upbringing, whether it's something that I was I was born with this trait or I'm not I mean, I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about, you know, emotional type traits. And yeah, I was very Jewish from a young age. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I think if you let go of the emotional attachment to those things, like for me as an example, a couple of years ago, I had several people in my life telling me that basically my anxiety was like bringing the vibe down for lack of a better word and I remember thinking like I can't believe they would say that like that's so terrible and it was like one person said it and then I called someone else to vent about it and they were like well and I was like oh okay and then I called another person and they were like I mean yeah and I was like oh I'm amazing like my mental illness is you guys are like saying that it's my fault and I'm like a terrible person and this this just happened to me I didn't ask for this that's true but then after a couple of days I was like the truth is I'm not taking the steps to make this better and I am bringing the people around me down when I'm around them because it's so bad and while that's not my fault that it's so terrible I I wasn't doing anything to fix it yeah. And I had to You weren't taking really, responsibility. I wasn't. I wasn't taking responsibility at all. And we, we say that all the time. It's not your fault. It's your responsibility. And that's with a lot of things. That's not just attributed to mental health. Basically, self-reflection is letting go of 
how your ego is seeing a situation. Yeah. And my ego was like, how dare they? That is so horrible. And they were not being like, your mental illness is like ruining our life. They were like, it's frustrating that we really want to see you get better and you won't take the steps to do that. And so when we are around you, it can be draining and it can be exhausting because we're trying to help you, but we there's only so much we can do. Mm-hmm. And I had to look inward for what that was really one of the biggest things that turned my life around was I was like they're right I'm not doing anything about it I'm not taking any steps it might be scary but like you have to do it Mm -hmm. it's not my fault that I feel this way but I'm letting it affect all the relationships around me because I want to be a victim to it you know yeah or or not not consciously but it felt so much easier to say like this thing happened to me and it wasn't my fault and I didn't ask for this and I have such a hard life because I have an anxiety disorder (laughs) it's like yeah "Yeah, those things are true it fucking sucks yeah but it can be really hard to sacrifice that to like let go of those thoughts because they 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 make make you you feel better better yeah about yourself yeah they make you feel like it's not your fault so you don't have to deal with it so you don't have to deal with it exactly Where we always say a thousand percent it is not your fault. Mental illness is mental illness. But like I said before, it's just taking the ego out of it. And whether it's someone else coming to you with good intentions or you wanting to do the work yourself. I mean, I think that's what self-reflection is, is you look in, you don't want to look in and be like, there's so many things wrong with me. But just saying like, if you're noticing a pattern and it's not serving you, how can you make it better? I, I feel like because we both dealt with that, like those mental illness experiences, we kind of developed reflecting in on ourselves as a way to deal with our mental illness and sort it out. And I think that that's why we consider it an essential step. And that's probably one of the, yeah, to improving. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably one of the hardest things to reflect on and think like, I need to do something about this and it's my responsibility to do something about this even though I didn't bring it on myself because aside from actual like bad things that happen to you like you get in a car accident it's not your fault or something it's like character flaws or something like that it's a lot of times you can kind of look back and think okay here's how I develop these negative patterns or you know this is kind of on me like I can admit like I I wasn't good with money in my early 20s and now I'm dealing with and I have to pay for it literally and it's not easy to do that with mental health because you're like I didn't fucking ask for this like this just picked me Mm -hmm. and now my life is that much harder because I have so many more hurdles to overcome like it's just so easy to be like poor me Mm -hmm. and in any situation when when you feel like there's something wrong in your life you want to just be like ugh my life sucks and it's like did you take even one second to think what's my responsibility in this situation yeah where where are the things that are out of my control and where are the things that I can control and that and that starts with accepting what is in your control and what is out of your control and accepting like what is true what is true yeah exploring yourself and reflecting on yourself is it's a bit difficult to know where to start But I think the way that I do it, and I don't think that this is the best way for everyone, but I really like gathering 
information about how other people have dealt with the problem and then forming my own uh, idea of how to handle it based off of that. And so that, you know, that includes like listening to podcasts and reading books about it and talking to people about my experiences, going to therapy perhaps, and maybe just writing it out, just like even bounce ideas off of my own self. And that kind of all comes together to to see what works for me and not what worked for everyone else, but just specifically what'll work for me. Yeah. And I like that you said like this specific thing works for me, not for everyone else. I think a huge part of self-exploration in general is finding what works for you in whatever aspect of your life that you're trying to improve. The way that works for other people is not necessarily the way that's going to work for you. So I think it's just important to understand that because if you're trying to do it the way someone else is doing it and you're not getting results, you're just going to get frustrated. Whereas if you say like, okay, I'm going to try this thing. Maybe it won't work. Maybe it will. But I'm going to, again, let go of that emotional attachment, that ego, and just say, I'm just going to see if this thing works. If it doesn't, I'll try another way. Like I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can. But And just- you're, you're doing it for yourself. And so when it doesn't work, you know why it doesn't work. You're not just trying to make a puzzle piece that doesn't fit fit you're just figuring out how to orient orientate orientate nope orient that piece Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how to write the first (laughs) time got it (laughs) crushed it (laughs) so but basically that's what self-improvement is which is what we want to go into next is just talking about how you start to implement these things that you're learning through self-exploration you can then start to implement the actionable items that it would take to get you to point A to point B, wherever you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to think of like self-exploration as kind of the research phase mm-hmm. and self-improvement as more of like the action phase. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, so in the, this kind of experiment phase of beginning your self-improvement journey, Ugh, I hate the word journey. Um, whatever. <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of trial and error because you just don't know what's going to work for you, whether it's therapist a workout routine a diet I don't know you know there's so many like a, a job your career there's so many problems so, and so yeah. many solutions to every problem <laughs> it's literally all life is, is problems and solutions and so you just have to do a lot of experimentation to find what works for you and know that it's going to be different than what works for someone else but once you can start having success in that I mean, even the trial and error is great because mm-hmm. you feel like you're just, at least you're trying. Yeah. Like I was saying before, once you start to implement these changes, it feels good. I think though a lot of people try to implement so many changes at once. We've talked about this before, but you are like, I want to do this whole morning routine and this whole night routine. And it has all these different components and you're like, that's so much. That's a lot. So like we've said in the past, Just implementing these small changes one at a time, slowly. There's no rush. Like as long as you're working on bettering yourself, if that's what you want, then you're doing great. So, and it also makes it easier. If you try to do them all at once, you won't be able to probably. It's unlikely. And you will give up because you're frustrated with not seeing results. So That's the biggest part of self-improvement I think that people have a hard time with is that they give up when they don't see results. And if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to our habits episode where we talk about that. But just knowing that it's not going to happen overnight and being patient and trusting the process are all part of 
this self-improvement path (laughs) 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 roller coaster tubing ride (laughs) yeah and i feel like this process eventually leads you to being able to be empowered in the improvements you've made and how far you've come once you learn how to improve something you can feel empowered in that knowledge and experience that you've gained along the way and you can turn something that was once difficult for you into something that's powerful and serves you and that could that could mean just like using your experience to help someone else get through that experience you can maybe turn that experience into something beautiful artful something that to be proud of i've I mean, I'm using this podcast as an example, but Mm -hmm. we've taken like all the knowledge and experience that we have from mental illness and putting it into a podcast that to me, I I can be proud of because hopefully, you know, even if it's not helping someone, it's like a creative outlet of some sort. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then maybe even like helping you be successful in some way. Like my first story that comes to mind is, have you ever seen that Queer Eye episode where it's the guy who is in a wheelchair and he, um, I think he got paralyzed because he got shot and he was in a gang before he got shot and then once he got shot and was paralyzed, he was you know really depressed for a while but then he lifted himself back up with the help of his mom and he started this gym for people, for people who are differently abled and he was just like the most beautiful person and he completely changed his life around and turned his experience which was you know something that just happened to him but he he took that and he he learned from it and even looked at he self-reflected into what he was before he even got shot into how he even got into that situation to begin with and then he turned around and made it into something that he can be really proud of and also that can lead him to a better more successful life Mm -hmm. and that was really touching to me no I think that's amazing and it's when you can do something like that even if it's not as you know monumental but even just something as simple as implementing you know self-reflecting implementing those changes that are now becoming something that's serving you something that maybe helped you heal from a past trauma or just a past difficulty that you can now turn into this empowerment you feel like you can almost use it to go forward like be confident yeah to definitely like be confident and think not only like I'm more experienced now I feel like I'm maybe like more closer to the type of person that I want to be so in your in your eyes you know a better person but also you're like this thing that I've maybe wanted to do for so long, even if that's as simple as eating a healthier meal or just like anything like that, you're like, okay, I can do that. And we talked about that last week, but you just start implementing these small changes and then you start to see results. You start to feel better. You start to get closer to the person you want to be and start doing things that are serving you. And you just feel so much more empowered. Like you just unlock this new potential in yourself that says like, I I can do these things. I can, one, accept myself for exactly who I am, the quote, good and bad, whatever things that I think aren't serving me versus are. I can accept those things. Then I can implement these changes, create a better life for myself, 
And when you realize that you can do that and that you have the power to do that, to to become the best version of yourself, you just feel so empowered. And that's what we want to do for our listeners and this is what we want to do for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually you just receive a sense of accomplishment and purpose from that and things become so good and not just so far, but just so good. Yeah. So good. Period. Why does this sound like our last episode? (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up on that note and we just hope that the content that we can bring to each episode is a way that we can give you guys an opening to self-reflect self-improve you said the wrong and self-empower no i said self-reflect oh fuck (laughs) self-explore god damn it we talked about self-reflection so much Mm -hmm. i feel like they're interchangeable yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah good enough pretty much yeah yeah well i feel like reflection and exploration are different whereas yeah exploration you go further reflection you're just saying what it's like the start of exploration yeah it's like what's looking back at you but like let's go deeper yeah let's go deeper (laughs) (laughs) um well thank you guys so much for joining us please check yourself for moles no (laughs) (laughs) we're off track again we'll be back with more content just like this so if you hated this i'm so sorry you know where you guys can find us on instagram at so good so far podcast Podcast. (laughs) you can find me at nicole pilgrim and you can find me at jackie's attic and we will talk to you guys next friday happy friday it's been so So good good so far far. Bye. bye I mean, I also want to say that uh, that I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's something to do with where I've come from or perhaps where I'm going. <laughs> God, <I'm not> sure. <laughs> Where do we come from? Where do we go?